Welcome everyone to the very first episode of Answers for the Nations, and I'm here with my friend Mark Dana. And uh, hello, Grant. How are you doing? Hey, buddy. I'm doing all right. I'm excited about this program. I think I think it has a lot of potential to to fill an important space in answering some difficult questions. Well, there's certainly a lot to talk about, for sure. Very uh, serious uh, issues, and you know, it's not so important that. I suppose that we talk about all the issues, but it's important to me as a Christian is how we talk about those issues. And I think it's very important that we can do it in a a way that pleases God, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think just to give people context of our heart behind this program, Mark and I, both missionaries with Northern Canada Evangelical Mission, and as missionaries, we are often confronted by comments and questions in a just a wide scope of reality uh, in the relationship between Inuit and First Nations peoples and Canadians that are not Inuit and First Nations and between Christians who are not Inuit or First Nations. So the conversation that that I have in the back of a lot of churches uh, have to do with politics or culture or society. And so I think think our, our heart behind this is to talk about some of these hard things and apply scripture rightly to them because there tends to be this thing that we do as human beings that even though we are redeemed we look for answers to hard questions from our culture instead of from god's word well it's definitely um easier to do that (laughs) you know when you really want to study uh what well you want to know what scripture says it, it is it is a harder road, I think. And mm-hmm. these topics, they're not just topics that involve uh, the church, that they involve the whole world mm-hmm. and, and the church. Mm-hmm. They touch on, uh, just to put it in Christian ease, like worldliness. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is worldliness? You know, one person would say worldliness is don't drink and smoke and, you know, dress appropriately. And as long as we don't have those things in our church, we're not worldly. Right, right. So I think that, so we're talking about vocabulary too that might mean a whole different thing from one person to the other, right? Yeah, so so we'll have to make sure that as we record these programs that we define our terms because I, like I think you and I, we speak a lot alike when we speak to one another. I think we understand one another's words, but yeah, we'll have we'll have a little alarm we can ring like for dictionary okay. thesaurus moments or something. And, right, uh, sure, sure. We both like words, that's for sure. But as 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 we record these episodes, I, I guess the idea behind them is that they'll be one topic and they'll be fairly short as we try to address those. And our intent with being short isn't to diminish the value of the topic, but to limit the scope of our conversation so that we don't end up trying to talk about too much. I think there's so much that we can talk about and so many things that we can answer that we need to really just zero in on things and and really point scripture at them well. So we're going to focus in on these issues and try to seek clarity if we can, right? Yeah, and and I think as these episodes come out, there will be more and more of them. I think they'll build and and we'll develop sort of an, an overall narrative. Well, that would be great. We were talking earlier that possibly having like an email address that they could write in if they had questions. Yes. At the end, at the end of this episode, I'll post um, 
the email address, but we would really welcome people to ask their questions and don't feel like we're going to perceive your question as overtly racist or inappropriate. I mean, we'll, we'll temper it if we need to when we, when we repeat the question online. But there are real questions that people have and they come from real places of wanting to know. And we want you to feel like you can ask those questions and we'll answer them in a sensitive way. Exactly. That's, what I, that's my goal too, yeah. Before I joined NCEM and started to be exposed to some of this information and to meet some people who are First Nations Christians, I realized that I was really very ignorant of a lot of things. And I had to get to the point where I would just say, well, what was your experience in the residential school? Or, or what are your thoughts on this particular theology based on your cultural experience? And I've found that I've had wonderful That's opportunities great. to learn and grow by doing that. But you have to ask the question. And I think it can be done in a loving way, but it has to be, it has to be yeah. talked about. Yeah, I, I appreciate that too. And like for myself, I'm I'm uh, I'm First Nations background on the side of my father, but my mother is not not First Nations. So I, I grew up in between two worlds, and uh, sometimes that works good, and sometimes yeah. it works against you. Right? It's right. just some people feel you have to choose. Right? You have to choose one side or the other. And I don't think that's what we're talking about here. We're talking about issues that can be looked at by Christians through the lens of scripture that because I, I think scripture has such a, it's so rich. It's so insightful. Like that's where we draw our focus from is the scriptures. That's what we try to do. Right. We're human. We also have our, you know, tendencies towards interpreting things what in the way we see the world but anyway we're 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 trying to learn yeah yeah and and the reality is is that the gospel isn't just for a particular group or a particular person romans 1 16 says for i am not ashamed of the gospel of christ for it is the power of god unto salvation to everyone who believes to the jew first and also to the greek like it's not just the jewish religion it's not just for white people, it's not, it's not, as they say, the white man's gospel. There is powerful, profound truth in, in God's word and the gospel that applies to everyone. But I think, I think the last person I seem to apply the gospel to is myself. And the first person every day that I should preach the gospel to is myself. And so mm. as we look at these issues that exist in Canada, among First Nations communities, and that as we apply scripture, the application is to me. It's not to someone else. So my, my hope is that as people listen to this program, and as we talk about these things, that as we talk about scripture, they're not thinking about how it applies to someone else, but how it applies to me. And that, that can be taken over into the church as oh. well, the, Christ, you know, the body of Christ. We can actually look at the scriptures on issues, we can bring our perspective there because your perspective and my perspective are sometimes going to differ, right? Yes. But there, I believe, if we are examining issues in this way and we're op our hearts are open, our minds are open to what Jesus taught in the Gospels, mm -hmm. then I think we can look at these issues um, and, and we can say, okay, this is the direction we should go. This yes. is why we're having such and such a problem in our, in our churches because we're kind of gone this way, like you said, the way of the culture. 
mm-hmm. and not the way of the gospel per se. If the central figure of my life is Christ and the central mm-hmm. figure of the life of my church is Christ, then the application of the commands of Christ should make nothing but perfect sense. But if, if I have veered off and the central figure of my life is me or an ideology or, or a political idea uh, or a cultural one, then I have an idol uh, as a Christian. I think Paul, when he was uh, bringing his theology into focus and the teachings of Christ, he, he was addressing issues mm-hmm. in, the, in that time. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're kind of a third person in that. But, right. you know, he's, he talked about important issues that there's some of them are just as important today. Right. Uh, and, and unfortunately, the church, <laughs> they still exist within the, the church sometimes. Yeah, oh yeah. So it applies to today, right? And, uh, and, and that approach that Paul took also yeah. applies to Paul, Paul wrote, wrote 13 letters to churches to address those issues. And I'll be very surprised if you and I don't end up referring to those letters over and over again as we, as we talk about all these topics, you know. Without exaggerating too much, I would say that every time that I've been confronted by someone in the back of a church with a racist comment, it's been mm-hmm. because they've been pointing to the tradition of their religion and not to the central figure of their faith. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Yeah. Do you know what I mean by that? Let's just say that even Israel and, and the way that you were God's chosen people, they wrestled with that very fact that they wanted to own the teachings of God as the, as a people to the exclusion of other people. Mm-hmm. So that's like a social reality that, or phenomenon that happens every day. Like if it's not, if it's not religion, it's something else. That guy wears green pants. That's my limit, man. Mm-hmm. That guy's an outsider. Mm-hmm. I don't accept that. Right. So, so we draw that cultural line, but, Jesus said, well, that, that guy with green pants is your neighbor. Mm-hmm. You have to love that person, right? You have mm-hmm. to love him. And how do you love him? You don't just say, I love you, man. It's like, no, you have to, if he falls down and hurts himself, you're, you're going to be there. And you're, you're not just going to just say, okay, here's five bucks and be on your way. Right. You stick with him. Too. And I mean, there's so much in that parable of the Good Samaritan. Right. You know, that shows us how to care for our neighbor. Right. Which well, is quite a challenge, I might say. So all of, all of that is really part of what we're going to talk about. And, and I'm excited to record some episodes and to, uh, to, to look at some of this stuff. But we want to encourage you guys as our listeners to send in your questions, uh, especially as they relate to social and cultural issues with First Nations people. Uh, maybe maybe some people are wondering about the fisheries issue that happened a couple of weeks ago uh, in Nova Scotia. Uh, you know, those are some things that we could talk about. So send your emails in. The address will be at the end of the program. And Mark, I, I look forward to our discussions and hopefully we bring, you know, scriptural truth and, and uh, define our words well. But uh, I look forward to chatting again. Yeah, well, I do too, Grant. And uh, you just have a... A great day and a wonderful week, rest of the week. Yeah, you too, buddy. And we'll see you next time. Okay, Grant. 
Thank you for tuning in today and listening to Answers for the Nations. If you'd like to send us a question or if you'd like to comment on anything you've heard us discuss today, you can find my email address on our website at arrowheadnbc.com forward slash contact. We look forward to hearing from you.